0: So this morning, I started off in First Thessalonians, and there's just so much in the first chapter. I, I don't even think I want to even do all this just in, in one podcast. I'm going to reread this tomorrow and get further in the second part of it uh, tomorrow. There's just a lot that impacted me today. But I, I want to start off uh, in verse 2. It says, We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor, prompted by love, and your endurance, inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. That's just verses 2 and 3. I got to thinking through even this last uh, verse I just read. Their labor was prompted by love. And in a world where you almost are always second-guessing somebody's motivation, like, why are you doing this? Like, what are you going to get out of it? And we're called to just do things out of love. And when you do something out of love, you're doing it not to get anything in return. It's a completely selfless motivation where I want to help you or I want to give something to you, not because of what I get out of it, but because of what you get out of it. That is something that the Thessalonians had here. and And I love that. I'm using it in my own life uh, just to, to question, hey, what is my motivation for, for basically anything I do? Am I prompted by love And uh, as the Thessalonian church was? And continuing in verse 4, it says, For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit, and deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering and the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And so you became a model to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia. The Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia. Your faith in God has become known everywhere Therefore, we do not need to say anything about it. That was verses 4 through 8. They received the gospel. And the gospel, really, that's just, that's another word for good news. They received the good news. And the good news is you do not have to sit before a judgment seat for your sin. Those sins have been paid for. And atoned for. And the punishment has already been done. What's the legal term? Like double jeopardy, I think. Double jeopardy isn't that where if you, somebody's already paid for the crime, you can't pay for that crime again. Like it doesn't make sense to have to do that. The good news is we are not perfect, but somebody perfect came and took our place in the judgment seat. And experienced the wrath that we were meant to experience and that good news is powerful and it's changed lives it's changed the Thessalonians lives even in the midst of suffering it's changed their life they continue to model a life living for God and it is not just known amongst them and the people that they're around but the word has spread all over the power of God in their lives and how their lives have changed. I hope my life reflects that of God, that of Christ, that others would see a reflection of the God I serve in the actions that I do and the words that I say. Let God mold you and change you into the person that you're meant to be.